shall we pray? Like you to plead with God to open his word personally to your heart. Like you to beg God this morning. Asking him, Father, in any way possible, help me to hear you, to understand you, and to rise from here, doing what you are bidding me to do. God, I beg you, please, is that your prayer this morning? Talk to God. You understood that God has come to help us. You have actually come to meet with the Lord. That's what all of us have come to do. Will you go back the same way? No. No man, no woman meets with God and will not go back with anything. You must go back with something this morning. We must go back with something with the Lord from the Lord this morning. Can you beg him? Say, Father, I am here that you may bless my life. You may bless my heart. I don't know what blessing you have for me this morning. Lord, I open my heart and my hands to receive that you have prepared for me this morning. Lord, I beg you, help me. Help me. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Everlasting Father, we thank you. We at your feet to collect that one thing that is needful that will not be taken away from us. Help each and every one of us this morning. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. This morning we'll be looking at Beware what you see and think on. Beware what you see and think on. You know, one day I was imagining it would have been a wonderful thing if these eyes do not see anything and somebody can still move. Will it not be wonderful? I imagined if these ears don't hear anything but only God's word, it would have been wonderful. But the unfortunate thing is that these eyes, even as we are seated here, how many things is this see? Eh? And it looks to me that the, the eyes is the video of the body. Whatever he sees, the heart records captures and stores. From time to time it is played back. Do you notice that what comes up in the in the heart most of the times are the things we have seen or the things we have heard. So this morning as we look at the scripture briefly where we have read Matthew chapter 6 that's where we are going to start from and end up in Philippians 4.8. Beware what you see and think on. 
Now, chapter 6. The light of the body is the eye. The light of the body is the eye. The light of this building is the what? We are talking about natural light now. The windows. Just imagine if there are no windows in this church now. Just take a thought. What will happen? Can we sit here? Eh? It will be so uncomfortable. You won't even come here anymore. This is the other side of life when the eyes of a body is not single. It looks as if there are no windows that will let in light. So, he said, for the light of the body is the eye. If therefore, did you notice how the Bible comes so personal? Listen, are you with your Bible? If therefore, what? What, what, what did you see? Thine eye. Whose eye? My eye. Did you see how personally it came here? If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. I'd like you to note There is only one source of light in this world. And that source is the Lord Jesus. Am I are we together? Huh? Is the Lord Jesus. One source of light. And then one source of darkness. Of course you know there is light, there is darkness. I have ever wondered... Darkness. Did you notice on a normal day, you notice that people go to market, people do all kinds of things and mechanic and all of that. As soon as it is night, what happens? Everybody runs. The best time to go to a better market and enjoy a better market is when? In, eh? In the day, I say the best time to go to a better market and you move freely is when? In the day, is in the night. You won't jam anybody. Have you ever gone to a better market? Either we borrow, they are jamming your human beings, are quacking you, all kind, you know. It is day. Night is not good. Night. Do you realize that that's when when occultic people operate? Night. 
You know, for you ever to do anything in the night, light must come. Do you know in your house suddenly Napa takes light? If you don't know the terrain of your house, what will you likely what will likely happen to you if you are moving around? You you jump things. You jump things. And God will help you if you don't hit your forehead on the wall. There is nothing good about night. That's when people go to sleep, whether you want to sleep or not. Eh? Will you not go to bed? Even if that exam is breaking your head, eh? It does, I've not seen, when you read throughout, have you ever read throughout the night and you didn't sleep? Did anybody succeed? You must take a nap. That's what night does. But light energizes. Night, light shows the way. But, verse 23 said, If thy eye be evil, did you see how verse 23 now began? If thy eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of what? Aha. Now, verse 22 talked about a single eye. 23 is now talking about that your eye. If it be evil. I'm wondering when somebody's eyes will be evil. You are looking at me now. Am I seeing an evil eye? No. <laughs> we'll find out what makes it evil. What makes it evil is what you see and keep seeing. What makes it evil is what you invest your eyes in. Let me use the commonest one we can think of. You know, all of us have Android phone now. You download pornographic film and you are watching it. As you are looking at it, what is looking at it? So what kind of eyes are that? Evil eye. What makes it evil? What you are looking at. What you are looking at. Did you notice? You know, I have just briefly mentioned darkness. And if that eye is evil, you see, your whole body is full of darkness. In fact, the way this darkness is described, I'm afraid. Your whole body shall be what? Shall be darkness. Is that what Ava said? It shall be full of darkness. <laughs> if therefore the light indeed is the darkness, how great is that darkness? We're presenting reasons why we must run away from what we see that is not godly, that is sensual, that does not edify. Because if you do not run away from it, 
It simply makes your eyes evil. And I don't think anybody here will like to carry an evil eye. They just looked at you. Heaven looked at you and said, your eyes are what? Evil. Ah. What should have been said that you this person, you are evil. But did you see the source of evil? What we see. The lust of the eyes. Is it not so? According to First John. The loss of the eyes. Do you remember that Jesus prayed, said, Keep them from the evil of the world. Even though they are in the world, they are not of the world. Brother, there is no way you can be carried and be put in, in an isolation. You will not see anything. You will not see good cars. How many of you like good cars, boys? Full option. Do you know some gears have messed up their life? Because one man, one small boy, came there with full of option. As soon as his door opened, wah, the air that landed, the cool air that landed on your body, say, babe, come in, come in, come in, feel free. And you enter, say, hey, my God, hey, my God, hey, my God, what are you seeing? The eye. The eye, when it becomes evil, it makes the whole body what? Dark. And the life of darkness is a life of destruction. It makes the, 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 oh Father, help us. What we see every day, if you are not careful, you know some people cheated in the exam because of what? The eye. If as you look at that other person's thing and uh, your eyes are blinded, will you cheat? The eye makes a life. That is why when they catch you in the exam, what do they do? They throw you out. Say you are evil. These eyes, if you can be disciplined, did you remember it was the eyes that, that, that dealt with David? Was it not the eye? In his household, the eyes can see far. It's a powerful video. It can zoom. <laughs> Am I not right? Why are you laughing now? Does he not zoom? David was in his room. Somebody, one woman in her house, in her bedroom. His eyes zoomed. Do you remember that that made him to, to, to try to, to kill a man? The eye. Did he kill? The eyes.
what makes you tell a babe you look like a takeaway? <laughs> you don't do like that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> but what would make somebody say hey, you look like a takeaway? Their eyes. As soon as the eyes captures it, they, they heart, the thoughts will take over. And begin to turn it around. To fry it. To... <clears throat> Do you understand? When you now go home, you have videoed that bed. On your bed, what are you doing? You replay. The thought takes over. Even when you need her to pray, that video comes. Say, Father, deliver me. You are the one to deliver yourself. Have you ever prayed? Deliver me. And as soon as you finish uh, praying, the video came back again. Say, oh God, oh God, I can't help myself now. It's because you are in the dark. Your body has become darkness. Darkness. What we see and allow to remain in our hearts makes us. That's what we become. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. So he is. You see big money. You know, thieves never enter a place. They would have seen that there is money there. Is it not so? Or you see big money. You see money. Your daddy just brought in big bundles of money in the house. He kept it. You saw it. You know, if you didn't see it, there wouldn't have been a problem. And as soon as you see it, your eyes will follow to see where he will keep it. And as soon as he goes away, the thought takes over. Say now, it's an opportunity. If you pick 5,000, he will never know. And because you saw, your eyes were not disciplined. You will go and collect 5,000 and you go. Say thank God. The unfortunate thing is that when we escape, we say thank God. Thank God he didn't see me. You didn't know there is another eyes that sees. Is there another video? Eh? Eh? A higher one. That one. Nobody, nobody can erase what he, he, he has videoed. Nobody. Press the Lord. So, did you notice a single eye? Oh God. A single eye sees how many things? One thing. When a man develops this, is fit for the kingdom. 
sees no other but the Lord, but the kingdom of God. And when this begins to control a man's life, that person will eventually end up in the kingdom of God. Did you remember that this teaching came out of a teaching of life that went to Jesus on the mountain? They were not looking for miracles. Did you remember? They had problems. That's not what they were looking for. Who were they looking for? Jesus. Jesus began to teach them. These are one of the things that fell out of the teaching. Say, look, let me tell you. If your eye be single, your whole body will be light. What does that mean to us? Let's look at, let me look at it from this angle. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Can we look at it? Oh, the same chapter 6. Let's look at it. Now, do you know that what you seek in life determines what you see? Or what you see is controlled by what you seek? Hmm. I don't know if you have understood me now. How do I illustrate this? Do you know if you are not seeking a car in your heart, will you see any car as a pass? Eh? Will you? None. That's the truth. Cars will be passing. They won't mean anything to you. But supposing you are seeking a full option car. Toyota again. Eh? Oh, you don't know the names again. You are pretty. Avalon. Do you know because that is what your heart is seeking? Every car that passes, you check, is it Toyota? If it is Toyota, what are you looking for? Avalon. Do you know do you realize, if you are here, I'm talking about my, my boys, you are seeking for a, a, a particular sister, a, a particular gear. Will you see any other gear here? They will pass and pass and pass. What are your eyes looking for? That one. So what is you seek? Determines is, is what propels what you see. Somebody who is not seeking the kingdom of God, even though he will see this church, will he make, make any meaning to him? No. The Muslims will stay there outside and clean your shoe and repair it, but they will never enter. Why? They are not seeking the kingdom of God. But if a Muslim sees a mosque and it is time to pray, what will he do? Even if you want him to repair his shoe, that and what will he tell you? Ah, ba, ba, malam, kakakaka. Don't you see it's time for prayer? If you travel with them, for example, from here to Medugri, anytime it is time for prayer, the driver will pack, he won't take any excuse. 
He won't tell you. He will just clear. As soon as he puts his mat, those who are seeking that kingdom, they will join him. When he finishes praying, one day I went to Medugri, how many times? Two, the thing, I was wondering, until I understood that what they are seeking for is what is driving their lives. They didn't see us. They didn't apologize. So, Matthew chapter 6 says, But seek ye first. Did you hear the word first? When you hear the word first, what is that supposed to mean? There is a priority. There is a second. There is a third. And all of that. That means that for us as children of God, we must prioritize our seeking. And what you seek will help you to see correctly. Hallelujah. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added. Do you notice every other thing we are seeking will be added. Yet it does not change your focus. 34 said, Take therefore no thought. I'm mentioning thought now along for the morrow. But it's a difficult thing. You know. Where I've read now, is it not difficult? <laughs> Let's be realistic now. Even me preaching, is it difficult to take no thought for the morrow? I will pre- Let's not pretend. He said, Take no thoughts for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Huh. I just pray that God will help us to live by this verse 34. It's so difficult. But the truth is that sufficient unto this day is the evil. Now, what you are seeing is controlled by what you are seeking. Do you remember Peter? When he saw Jesus walking on water, what did he say? Lord, bid me come to you. And Jesus said, come. And as he was walking, seeing Jesus, was he walking? Where? On water. But the Bible said, immediately, storms and waves arose. He looked away from Jesus. Did you see? Is the eye single now? This eye is a problem. He looked at the waves. One thing about non-single eye, that's when your eyes are not single, is that as soon as it's not single, you have several options of what you see. As soon as he looked away, he saw the thing. And as he was looking at it, did you note that darkness, what does darkness bring to a man? Fear. 
If somebody became full of darkness, he became afraid. And because he was no more seeing, what did he do? Instead of walking, what was he doing now? He was sinking. But as soon as he turned his eyes to Jesus, I don't know what is causing your life to sink this morning. As you change these eyes that are seeing the report of the doctors. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. But the doctors are good though. Sir, you people are good. You are trying. God is helping you people. But sometimes we should not see the reports. We should see Jesus. As soon as he began to look at Jesus, did the, 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 the storm cease? Eh? Yes. Now, did you notice that it was not about what you are seeing? It is about who you are seeing. It is about who you are seeing. And who you are seeing is determined by what you seek. If you look at John 21 or 20, Mary Magdalene at the tomb, Peter came there. Peter saw napkin, is in also, and the learning clothes. But Mary refused to go. I hope you are getting me. When Peter saw that, he went back. The Bible said in verse 11, But Mary, stooping down and weeping, can somebody confirm what I have said? In verse 11, is it what is there? Quickly, somebody quickly. Is it there? Peter has gone. What did he go with? He went with what he saw. He went home with nothing. And as he went back to the upper room, fear filled their life. But the Bible said that Mary Magdalene stood and looked. And as he wept, she peeped and saw two angels. Did you notice that? One at this end and the other one at that end. Do you remember she didn't enter? Do you remember that Peter entered there? The other disciple entered there and came out. Were the two angels not there? Why couldn't they see the angel? Their eyes were not single. They had double eyes. First, they came there with unbelief. When you come to church with unbelief, you will never see singular. You will never see the Lord. And as she saw them, say, Woman, why are you weeping? Did you notice? He said, I'm looking for the Lord, my Lord. I don't know where you have kept him. When she said so, she turned this way. What did she do? She turned her back to them. Say, it's not you I'm seeking. And I wondered, you came to the church. If you see an angel now, will you not be happy? 
Let's be realistic. If an angel appears here now, what will happen to the church service of today? It will be in the internet. And do you know next Sunday, we will put canopies. Because some are looking for angels. But that woman turned her back. That turning her back, what does it mean? It's not you that I'm looking for. And she never made a single movement. As soon as she turned her back, she saw a man standing in front of her. And the man said, Woman, why are you weeping? Did you notice something was added? What seekest thou? Listen now. What you seek determines what you see. And the woman said, Supposing him to be what? A gardener. Say, where is he? Where have you kept him? I want to take him away. Who does she want to take away? Not Jesus. A corpse. I'd like to ask you a question. If you meet, if you are given an option of a corpse and an angel, which one will you take? Will you choose a cause? What was she trying to take away? A cause. Did you see a seeking of her heart? If I had angels, what I'm looking for is a cause, not you. The dead man. Excuse me, when she said that, I will take her, take him away. If you are the Lord, will you say hide yourself? The Lord now showed himself. Say, Mary. Her eyes were opened. Single eye. Did you notice her whole body became light? And the woman wanted to embrace her. My Lord, I said, no, touch me not. For I have not yet ascended to my father and your father. Did you see something I changed now? Lights. But go and tell my brethren. She carried that lighthouse. Were there no napkins in that place? Did she collect napkin? But somebody came and collected napkins. Huh. God, please help us. When we come, you know, some people come to church as the service is going on. Their book, they are drawing one design that somebody is wearing. That their tailor will sew for them. What? What have they come to church to collect? Design. What collected that design in the first place? The eyes. You came to church. Your phone is on vibration. You know, some come to church. You suddenly see them doing like this. Where are they going to? To go and answer call. Are you following me? Yet you are in the church. You are in the church. As as people are marching to go and do. Your eyes are seeing this babe. It's a horrible thing. If 
in the church. All you are seeing is this babe. What will happen outside the church? Your body must be a terrible darkness. If God doesn't help us this morning, you will discover that your eyes will be putting you in darkness every time. Every time. Now, did you see this Mary Magdalene? Did she leave that presence lighted? Yes. Do I show you another woman? Oh no. Let me not tell you many. But let me go to the to the Old Testament. Do you remember Elisha? When he followed Elijah. You know, because of time I'm, you will read when at your own time read first Kings. First Kings chapter second Kings chapter two. And the Lord was going to take his master Elijah. And he was following him. Do you remember the story? And there were these prophets in Bethel. When they saw him, they said, hey, The Lord is going to take your master today. What did he answer? Hold your peace. Is that a single lie? It's not your business. Yet, those people were called sons of the prophets. They were in that place. Elisha passed with the master. Do you know if they followed, it would have been wonderful. That's how in three places, they try to discourage him. Do you know sometimes, you want to come to church, service, program, one son of prophet will discourage you from coming. Why he succeeded in discouraging you is because your eyes are not single. If your eyes are single, will you agree? No, 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 I must hit the church. Nothing will stop me. Then they were watching when they got to the Jordan, two of them. Elijah brought out the mantle, the mantle and hit and the thing divided. They say, hey, the, the Jordan had divided and they passed. When they passed, the thing closed back. Now, see, there is a problem now. Is there a problem? Eh? Can Elisha go back? I was surprised at what the guy told him. He said, now, ask what I will do for you before I'm taking. He said, I want a double portion. I like his focus. Uh-huh. Engineer, what was his focus? He said, I want two of you. In me. <laughs> Is it not what he was saying? How many Elijah? Can you imagine two? Elijah alone was, is a hot, is a fire. Elijah is asking for two, how many? Two Elijahs. Mm-hmm. So he said, you have asked for a difficult thing. However, if you see me, is there, can we confirm? Second Kings, chapter 2, verse 10. Have we seen it? Now he says, and he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou do what? See me. 
when I'm taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, your body, your life shall be full of darkness. You can't even go back. Ha! Did you see the word see? So as they were going now and chatting, they were talking. You know, the mind refused to be distracted. Can you refuse to be distracted in the pursuit of the kingdom of heaven? As the man, the guy was talking with him, he knew the bears were making noise. There were other distractions. He refused to look and see them. Because he was seeking something. What are your distractions in the pursuit of God? What are the things that distract you? Can't you refuse to see them? That is something you must collect. As he refused to look, and I was wondering how he was following Elijah. I'm sure that his eyes were single. He didn't look anywhere. Now, what I'm describing now is like, Mommies, have you bought things and given to a wheelbarrow person before? Eh? In the market. And you are following. How did you follow? With single eye. <laughs> Is that saying? Hundred, hundred naira, hundred, and you needed it. Did you see it? <laughs> because this barrow boy is fast, and you are following. If you don't put your eyes on him, he will disappear. That's what I'm talking about about single eye. And you needed dressing and that selling it hundred. Did you say, hey, let me? You are you are now in darkness. You will look for that barrow. And you will never find him. And did you notice. Even if he wants to return it. eh, The barrow boy. Even if he's a God fearing person. He also may not be able to find you. It's difficult to find somebody in the darkness. Elijah looked. looked, Suddenly there was a wild wind. And Elijah. Was taken. And he saw him going up. Oh hallelujah. The mantle dropped. He collected it. And. He was to return. You will return today. I said tell your neighbor. You will return today. But with a single eye. As he returned. What did he meet? Jordan. And those prophets. What were they doing? They were just seeing what will happen. You know they mocked him and discouraged him when he was going. He now carried the mantle. Where is the God of Elijah? The thing did like this. Wham. Hallelujah. As soon as he did like that, wham, those prophets saw it. See, the anointing of Elijah is upon Elisha now. As he crossed, those who came out and bowed. and said, my Lord, the land is good, but the water is bitter. Did you see light has come now? What did he say? Get me a bow. And you know something happened. Something will happen with your life. If he was, if he came back as darkness, what would have happened? The one what you see, oh, 
God is ready to make use of us. But what you see never allows God to place hand on us. Hallelujah. Did God use Elisha very much? Did he have a double of... Uh, his own anointing was too much that was that even... Umwaka uh, were uh, laughing at him. See your bald head. I don't know. I don't know. I'm afraid though. And so his own was too much. He calls them. Lions came and ate the children. And nobody did anything. Is 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 anointing very much. His own was so much that when he died, his bones were still working. God is focusing on some lies here. That will have a single eye, not not scattered eyes. Not scattered eyes. Praise the Lord. Now, did you notice the other verse 15? Philippians 4 8. Now we before Philippians 4 8, we now notice that a single eye keeps a man stable. He is not filled with doubt. But when the eyes are not single, this man manifests double-mindedness. The Bible says the double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. Come, my son. Go that way. As you mean he's the one, his mind tells him to go to change your mind, come back. Change your mind. And go again. Change your mind. Change again. Go this way. Change your mind. What is it? A double-minded person. Did you notice he never makes a journey? It is the same thing with doubt. He was making a journey, but it's like a pendulum journey. You know a pendulum? Those of you who read physics, does it make any journey? No. Always moving, but no journey. Always in the church, no headway. Ever in the choir, no progress. That must be a pendulum. A double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. James chapter 1. I will not be able to deal with thoughts very strongly now, but I hope you are getting what I'm saying. Eh? James chapter 1, verse 6. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea. Driven with the wind and tusks. Do you understand the meaning of tusks? If I have a small paper now, toss it, what happens? What determines its movement? The wind. That's what a double-minded person does. That is why, you know sometimes, you just see. And they, you, because you are not focused with God, you are carried by that doctrine. By every wind of doctrine, you are there. Is lack of focus. Is lack of one eye. Now, for verse 7, for let that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. That's it. 
the, the most a fearful thing about it. He said, a double-minded man is unstable in all his uh, ways. Now, now let me read this to you. I saw it somewhere. Now, it has to do with thoughts. Thoughts and imaginations. Thoughts and imaginations are latent. Latent. That is, they are hidden. They are undeveloped. But they are capable of becoming developed and active thoughts and imaginations. So they speak volumes and forms your personality. Which everyone sees. Thoughts and what? Imagination. Now, go with me to Second Corinthians. I hope you know what is thoughts. Eh? What you are thinking of. Actually, until you change your thinking, you will always recycle your experience. Until you change your thinking, you will always recycle your life in one place. You know the meaning of recycling? It is thoughts that, that, that's why I said, is there anything good? That's Philippians 4. Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good, good report, whatsoever, is there any virtue? Say, think on these things. If you do not, those things you are thinking of, you know, when you don't sleep throughout the night, what is the reason? I'm not asking doctors, what is the reason? You wanted to sleep, but you couldn't sleep. What was your trouble? Worry. Which, which comes in the form of what? Thoughts. Have you ever been awake in the night? You want to sleep, you couldn't sleep. How many thoughts came to you? Even the things you have forgotten, what happens? They will come back. And the more they come, the more sleep will disappear. And then that will again be forming your life. Now, but let's look at Second Corinthians. We will stop there. I will mention a few things and then we we'll pray. Chapter 10. Now King James says, You know verse 4 said, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I want to show you one of the strongholds that affect our lives. It is imagination. Imagination. Did you see it there? That's why verse 5 said, Casting down what? Imaginations. Number 2. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Number 3. And bringing into captivity every thought. To the obedience of Christ. Let me deal with imagination. What is imagination? You could see how what is dealing with our lives. Do you know as you are looking at me now? You are imagining some things. Can I tell you? Just looking at me, imaginations will tell you, I don't like this man. Through of us. 
Now, where does that happen? In the heart. Have you ever imagined that you are going to die? Do your hand like this. You are pretending not to be spiritual. You have not ever imagined that you, are, you, you will die. What did you start doing? Fear comes on you. Okay, simple. If you say, it looks like I will have malaria. Have you ever said like that? Do you eventually have malaria? Eh? Sometimes. You will, because you have imagined that. If you don't bring that thought to the obedience of Christ, it rules your life. Excuse me. Have you ever moved in the night and you imagine you will see evil spirits? Eh? Yes. Did you see one? You saw. Something that looks like evil spirits. Has it not happened to you? You will suddenly look, you know, when you imagine like that, what happens to the eyes? The eyes are no more single. What do they do? And as you look back, one happened to me, eh? I saw something, you know, the darkness formed like, uh, like one skeleton. And I ran and fell several times. Only to realize that it was not real. Do you know most imaginations are not real? Do you know I can see my sister now and pass? And I didn't greet her. If she's not careful with her eyes, she saw me, I didn't look in her direction. What will she imagine? You really saw me, but you maybe you pretended you didn't see me. Imagination, we say. Is it because of that thing we that happened between two of us the other day? How can Brorab do like this? Is that imagination? And if unluckily I see her again and pass, she will say, Hey, I said it. <laughs> what has started now? Trouble has started. That imagination must be cast down. Do you know that imagination never allows you to believe God's word? Do you know they say this matter, this sickness, God will heal it now. What will imagination do? Say the doctor, they said you, I have how many days? In fact, you'll be asking how can it be? How can this cancer go? It's imagination. Is it not so? What did, the, what did the Bible say we should do? The, what? Cast it down. Have a single eye. That the Lord we are serving is able to do that. Do you know it is imagination? One day I went to, I imagined that arm robbers will come. I don't know. I became afraid. And I went out to urinate. And suddenly I saw something looking like a human being. I ran. And yet there was nothing. 
imaginations. What do you imagine in your heart? It's only your heart that is imagining that. Yet, you know, the, the, the man that doesn't have a single eye will say, there is a lion on the way. Are you getting me? What will the person with a single eye do? Get there, meet the lion. The one with the, with, 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 that, that does not have a single eye, what will you do? He will drop out. That's why many of you, your academies, you are not pursuing it to the end. Imagination. This lecturer say you will fail me. And you began to imagine how you will fail. Imaginations. Imagination never allows if if we say now, if you give your life to Christ, you will be saved. What will imagination do? How can? If we say, come out and we'll pray for you, what will keep you behind? Imagination. Say, how can you go out? And then the eye will look, check whether your friends are there. The ones that will see you. Zin also. And then you sit back. But I want to say, this morning as you pray, imaginations never allow you to pray. Imaginations never allow you to have a single eye. Imagination never allow you to have a focus. It rules your heart. And it exalts itself above the knowledge of uh, God. Is it in that verse? He said, And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of who? How many thoughts? Now, when that thought to commit immorality comes, what do you do? You pull it down. Do you know no man, no woman arises to commit adultery, I mean immorality. He would have imagined it first. I just pray that God will help us this morning. If you cast it down, if you command it, this imagine, this thing that I'm imagining, you know, some of us imagine our children to a wrong place. That's how we react to them. Imaginations have landed young boys and girls into drug taking. It lands you where you are not supposed to be. But what God wants us to, to be, have a single eye, be looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. Hallelujah. Do you understand? Pull down every imagination. Every, anytime thoughts come. Now, listen. When that thought comes in the night, are you able to read the Bible? Has anybody been able? I thought I'm talking practically. Were you able to read the Bible? Were you able to pray? No. 
But what is God asking us to do when he comes? Cast it down. Pull it out. That's not your focus. That's not your pursuit. That thing that, you know, imagination will tell you that somebody hates you. Is it not so? And you go with it. And what is it that arises in your heart? Eh? Hatred and grudges. And when you have grudges, when you have grudges uh, in your hands, when you hold grudges, your hands are not free to catch blessings. This morning as I pray, every grudge must be crushed now. So that God can bless you. Let us pray. So don't imagine anything now. Note that the Lord has come to help us. If you have grudges against anybody, drop it now. That is where our eyes will begin to be single. Just drop it now. Drop it in your heart. Forgive that person. Drop it. Drop it. Because it makes your eyes not single again. So that you can catch the blessing of God. Can you drop it from your heart now? God is watching whether you are dropping it. He's waiting to bless you. Just look at that person you have not forgiven. You are holding grudges against. What is it that he has done? Drop it right now in your heart. So that God, you can collect the blessing that God is bringing. He is bringing blessing this morning. Single eye. Also, can you take a decision in your phone? In your phone, you have things that are not edifying, that are evil. When you go, delete them, uninstall them. If you must pursue the kingdom lifestyle, if you must enter into the kingdom of God, can you tell your eyes? You know, I use wheelbarrow to demonstrate. May my eyes be single to get that I want with God. Can you talk to this, your eyes? These eyes, from today, you will not see any other thing but God. Any other thing is secondary. The first thing that I must see in anything is God. God, help my eyes and my heart. Thank you, Father. The power to think the right thoughts come. When Jesus is king over your life. Help us, Father, to set our eyes on those things that edify. To seek out the right movies. To seek out the right literature. To seek out your word. To consume them. To consume them day and night. So that our bodies will be full of light. And our feet will be sure upon your pathway. Father, cause this your message to follow us when we are alone in the hotel room, when we are alone upon our beds, when our spouses are not there with us, when our parents are not around us. Father, cause your word to come again and again that our minds will meditate on you and on your word, on things that are true, on things that are honest, on things that are just, on things that are pure, on things that are excellent, on things that are lovely, on things that are praiseworthy. 
that your glory will burst forth upon our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.